All right, before I start the show, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, you might remember that I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, about how his company has helped thousands of people understand their bodies better through metabolism tracking. Well, MetPro just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and tailored strategy that their experts use. So you can start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to best. Now, my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up, so head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to learn more. Welcome to the Get Fit Guy's quick and dirty tips to slim down and shape up. My name is Ben Greenfield, and I'm the Get Fit Guy. You know, there's so many ways to measure body fat that the options can be confusing, from skin calipers, scales, and circumferences, to underwater weighing, bod pods, and full-body scans. It can be tough to really know what's accurate, reliable, and practical for your needs. So in this episode, you'll learn six ways to measure your body fat, which body fat measurement tools are most accurate, and why you should even think about measuring your body fat. Let's start off by talking about what body fat percentage actually is. There's two different types of body fat. The first, your essential fat, is necessary for you to stay alive, and essential fat percentage levels are about 3 to 5% in men and 8 to 12% in women. When I was a bodybuilder, my total body fat dropped down to 2%, which meant my essential fat was very low, and I experienced a loss of sex drive, loss of appetite, mood swings, joint pain, and other issues that correlate to a low essential body fat. Needless to say, I got my hands on some ice cream and brought myself back up to a healthy body fat level as soon as I was done bodybuilding. The second type of body fat is your storage fat and is also known as adipose tissue. This is the type of fat that most people would like to have a little less of. Some storage fat protects your organs or provides insulation, but for many people it's just annoying storage energy waiting to be burnt. If you know your body fat levels, then you have a number that you can use as a goal for weight loss. For example, if you use any of the information in this episode to find your body fat percentage and you find that your body fat percentage is 30% and you weigh, say, 170 pounds, then 30% of 170 pounds is 51 pounds. And that's how many pounds of fat you have on your body. You can then make a goal to lose 10 pounds of fat in five weeks. If you don't lose any muscle along the way, then you'd weigh 160 pounds after you'd lost this 10 pounds of fat. You'd have 41 pounds of body fat because 51 minus 10 is 41, and your new body fat percentage would be 25%. But what if you gain muscle? Then you may get disappointed if you're just tracking your body weight because the body weight might show that you're not losing many pounds, even though your body fat levels are going down because your muscle levels are going up. But by using a body fat scale, you can track what's happening with your body fat. So even if your body weight is not changing, your body fat percentage might be going down. And since muscle takes up far less space than fat, a gain in lean muscle accompanied by a loss in body fat can result in a smaller waistline, a flatter stomach, and a decrease in clothing size. And those are all pretty good things. 
I want to tell you about today's sponsor, the FitTrack Dara Smart Scale. FitTrack gives you in-depth insights on your fitness progress to help you reach your goals. The Dara Smart Scale measures 17 health metrics, including BMI, hydration, muscle mass, and a whole lot more, and it syncs with the free FitTrack app. So all your health insights are available, well, wherever you are. And the scale takes up to eight different users, which is something I really like about FitTrack because, well, I don't live alone and it's really nice to have those insights available to everybody in the house. Now, I like to track my muscle mass, but my partner has an eye on her hydration levels. So whatever you want to focus on, FitTrack can help you do it. So stop measuring just your weight and start measuring your health with FitTrack. Go to getfittrack.com slash fit to take 50% off your order. Plus, for a limited time, you'll also save an additional 10%. If you go to G-E-T-F-I-T-T-R-A-C-K, that's getfittrack.com slash fit, and you will save 50% plus an additional 10% off your order. So don't miss out on this amazing limited time offer and go to getfittrack.com slash fit. Now that you know what body fat percentage is and why you should measure it, here are the ways that you can measure your body fat. Number one, underwater weighing. Also known as hydrodensitometry, you'll usually find this option at a university or a laboratory. As the name implies, you're literally dunked underwater while you let all the air out of your lungs and your body density is then calculated. Body density can then be used to calculate body fat. Underwater weighing is considered a gold standard measurement, and it's pretty accurate, but let's face it, unless winning money at the fair is involved, who wants to strip to their skivvies and get dunked in a big tub of water? Number two, calipers, also known as the pinch method. A skinful caliper measurement involves pinching and measuring the fat under your skin on three to seven different sites on your body, then using the thickness on that pinch of fat to calculate your body fat percentage. Since it's quick and convenient, you'll often find that many personal trainers at gyms use these measurements. Unfortunately, unless you do many, many caliper measurements, it's easy to grab an inaccurate pinch of fat or vastly over or underestimate body fat, especially in overweight or obese individuals. If you use this method, make sure the person measuring you really knows what they're doing. Ask them how many times they've done caliper testing. Number three, DEXA. DEXA, which stands for Dual Energy X-Ray Absorptiometry, is a full-body scan that's usually used to measure bone density, but it can also be used to measure body fat and show exactly where the body fat is distributed. It's one of the more costly measurements and probably not an option for people who like to avoid X-ray radiation, but if you've been diagnosed with a chronic disease related to an obese or overweight condition, you'll probably be able to get your health insurance to cover the cost. While less common than DEXA, other full-body scanning devices that can measure body fat include an MRI, something called a Total Body Electrical Conductivity Test, or TOBAC, and a CT scan. Number four, NIR. In NIR, which stands for near-infrared interactance, a fiber optic probe is held against your skin, usually on your biceps, and painless light from that probe is used to penetrate the tissues, and it's then reflected off your bones back into a detector, which approximates your body fat based on a prediction equation that also takes into consideration your height, weight, body type, and level of activity. While simple and non-invasive, this method can have a high degree of error in people with very high or very low body fat percentages, and also requires someone who's very experienced in using that fiber optic probe that's held against your skin. 
Your level of hydration and skin color can also affect the accuracy of this measurement, but you can find it offered at many gyms. Number five, a bod pod. This is an expensive, space-age-looking pod that can be found at many fancier health clubs. It allows you to sit inside a small chamber and then uses sensors to measure how much air your body displaces. This can then be used to determine your body density and then estimate your body fat. The bod pod, like I mentioned, is expensive but is also fairly accurate and a good choice if you have access to one. Number six, bioelectrical impedance. Somewhat similar to that NIR I talked about earlier, a bioelectrical impedance measurement sends a painless electrical signal into your body, which passes through fat, muscle, and water at different speeds, and the speed is then combined with your sex, height, weight, and activity levels to approximate your body fat percentage. Once again, if you're dehydrated, overhydrated, or very skinny or very overweight, this measurement can be inaccurate. But it's very commonly used in body fat scales or handheld devices because it's relatively inexpensive and portable. The key to using bioelectrical impedance is to make sure that you're in the same state of hydration every time you measure yourself. So, for example, if you're using a body fat scale to measure your body fat, then you could measure yourself every day at the same time in the morning right after you've had a glass of water. Now, if you find your body fat levels are higher than you'd like them to be, then you should go over to the Get Fit Guy page at quickanddirtytips.com and check out the workout called The Best Workout for Burning Fat. I'll put a link to that in the show notes to this episode, and you can get all those show notes over at quickanddirtytips.com. And if you want to find out more information about what type of body fat levels are realistic and what you should expect, then be sure to grab the free Get Fit Guy newsletter, which you can also get at quickanddirtytips.com. An upcoming newsletter is going to tell you exactly what to expect in terms of your body fat levels for your age and weight. Until next time, this is the Get Fit Guy asking you, what are you waiting for? Go get fit. Go get fit. 